And welcome to another edition of Community Focus, where it's all about what matters locally to you. I'm Noah Dingley. Thanks for joining me. When you think that you've talked about just everything you could possibly think of on the show, especially one like mine, where we try and revolve it around community and coming together and helping each other out, you're presented with another opportunity to take it up a notch. And that's what was given to me, uh, passed by one of our clients here at the radio station. She's got a brand new radio show here on The Answer San Diego. And it's called Get Mental Radio with Cecile Ahrens. She's the host. And so I, you know, I remembered, I have her on the show, and we're going to talk about so many things that are so important to the community that I think are often, they're overlooked. And so this is a great way to not only introduce you to Cecile and her show, but to get these issues into the forefront. So Cecile, you're a licensed uh, psychotherapist with over 20 years of experience. That is tremendous Uh, I have had parts of my family that have gone through counseling for various reasons. We might bring that up in conversation. So, I mean, that's a lot of experience to bring. And what on these experience issues, you've probably dealt with so much, do you bring to the radio show? Oh, well, first of all, thank you, Noah, for having me. It's such an honor to be a part of your show. Um, I hear you're a veteran on the radio, so thank you so much for um, for having interest in what Get Mental Radio um, has to say and for learn, you know, wanting to learn more about mental health and my practice. Yeah, um, so, I, th- I think, not to interrupt you, but I think, I, I guess that's a great way to to segue is I think you have people talking about healthcare nowadays and, you know, getting the right kind of doctor and that's fine. And that's good. And I agree with that. I think one thing that is given the backseat, it is getting better, but it's given the backseat way too often is people's mental health and what you need to do to take care of that. Not just kids, not just adults, not just seniors, everybody. Yes. Yes. And that's precisely why I decided to start the show. So Get Mental is all about the message that our mental health is just as important as our physical health, Mm. if not sometimes more important than our physical health. And what I mean by that is if you're dealing with a chronic physical disease, for example, or cancer, for example, your mental health is sometimes the thing that can actually help you overcome the challenges or accept you know, the reality of your situation, which then in turn will help you cope with it in a much better way, Will then, in, which then in turn can actually um, reduce the pain that you feel. I'm going to uh, in the brain. We're going to have a great conversation. Uh, this is just working so well. I am actually <laughs> a, a skin cancer survivor. And I have uh-huh. to tell you, uh, one, I'm a worry wart. And so I worry about everything. I'm like, oh, no, I got a new mole. I got to go get that checked out. If I don't keep my mental state in check, if I don't make sure that I am positive and I have a strong will and I take care of things, you know what? It really impacts how I went through things then and how I still go through some of the, you know, the the checks and balances now. You have to you have to stay positive. Yes. So every thought has an emotional equivalent. Mm. So that's how powerful our thoughts are, you know. And everybody is impacted by their mental health, whether they know it or not, mm. right? Because mental health is all about the way you see things, the way you perceive things, and the way you behave. Sure. And that's, that's just part of being human. We all have a perspective. We all have reactions. We all have responses. And we all have behaviors. So, you know, to say that, oh, this, this topic or this issue doesn't really impact me is really... Um, 
you know, misconstrued and misunderstood. And the goal of um, Get Mental is to normalize conversations about mental health, to make that information more accessible, right? If you think about it, there's all these shows about all these topics, but really nothing dedicated to mental health. Mm. Nothing on the radio, nothing on TV. And, and the only time you really hear about mental health is after a natural, you know, a natural disaster or a catastrophe like a school shooting. When example. it's really needed. Yes, when it's a crisis. You know, so is this so what, was this the catalyst? Normalized. Was this the catalyst that, that said, you know what? Hey, you know, this is so important, and there's nothing out there. There's no radio show out there that talks about this. Absolutely. I need to do this. Absolutely. So I've been in the field for over 20 years, like you said. I started my practice, Transcend Therapy, 10 years ago, but I'm uh, trained in clinical social work. But as a social worker, I don't know um, if you probably have some idea of what that means. You know, we're really big on making macro changes. That means like Mm -hmm. changes in the social structure, right, which includes the media. And that is the one thing that has always really been um, a passion project for me is, you know, media is so powerful. And if you don't see it reflected in the media, it's it's a sure way to make people think that this issue is not as important. I think that's one thing that it's it's shown as, hey, we need to worry about this. But you know what? It's not that big of a deal. So, you know, you'll, you'll get through it. No, if you're not paying attention to, you know, the things that are going on inside your brain for whatever the reason, right. maybe you've had a traumatic experience in the workplace, maybe there's, you know, a national event, uh, you know, with some mm-hmm. of these shootings that are going on, mm-hmm. and you suppress mm-hmm. those feelings and thoughts, that could actually come yeah. out and really do some damage. Right, and sometimes, so we're big on education, right, destigmatizing mental health, making the information accessible, normalizing this, these conversations so that people can, you know, feel empowered to realize their full potential, right? And to also be able to create community, which I know is the one thing you're really passionate about. This is where our goals align, because we all need each other. If you're educated and aware of what the signs to look for within yourself, then you can be more proactive about it and you can get help earlier in the disease process, so to speak, right? Mm. And if you know what to look out for in a child or a neighbor or somebody, you know, in public, you're going to be better equipped to intervene or protect yourself from it. So it's it's a critical piece, this mental health education, as far as I'm concerned. And trauma is at the center of all of this. Um, and that's what we specialize on as well. There's a, the, the practice is Transcend Therapy, and um, we're in University Heights. We just expanded. So we have uh, five uh, therapists right now. And we are, we're passionate about trauma and addictions because they often, often, uh, co-occur, meaning they usually exist simultaneously because, you know, substances are usually used mm. to help people cope with their pain and their trauma. So once you heal that, right, once you resolve that, then a lot of these other behaviors tend to fall away. You also you know, believe, I'm not, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I didn't, I don't mean to oversimplify this process. Obviously, you know, it's, uh, it takes time. You have to invest, um, time and energy and resources, but there are effective and real permanent solutions 
to a lot of these problems. And that's really the message that I want to give people is the message of hope mm. that, the, you know, anxiety and depression are actually the most treatable um, mental health disorders, contrary to pro- popular belief. And trauma, even though it's, you know, it's very multilayered usually, it can be, it can be healed and it can be resolved. And I'm a living proof of that, you know, without getting into my personal history, I know that firsthand. So that's why I believe in what we're doing. And I believe in, um, you know, the cause that, that we're, we've embarked on. Yeah. You and I, uh, again, we kind of, kind of, kind of meet there. I mean, I've uh, had some really difficult times with, uh, my boys, I've been a single father for, well, they're 21 now, since they were three years old, their mom came and gone uh, from their lives numerous times. And that was, it was really hard on them. And that was what was hard on me is watching my children being able to have to deal with this emotionally and not knowing what to do. Now we got counseling for them. I was able to actually sit in with a lot of that counseling and in the process, learn wow. a lot about myself and I like as Wonderful. I'm, yeah, and I, and I like it when I'm reading about you know what you believe in. It's awesome because you believe in the healing power of relationships. So in my case, it's between you know my fa- myself and my sons, and also to yeah. the, their relationship with their mother, even though that was not a good thing. And also, yeah. especially with the one that I have with myself and that they have with themselves, that's just as important. Yeah. Yes. And oftentimes, you know, you might not be able to change, right, your wounders, so to speak, or the people that have hurt you, but you can, you actually don't need them to change in order for you to heal and transcend that. That's why the practice is called Transcend Therapy, because it's really all about transcending your past, healing from it, and that you can thrive. So in our world, there's a thing called post-traumatic stress, right? Mm -hmm. You've heard of that? Yep. And the, the, the other end of that coin is called post-traumatic growth, you know? Hadn't heard and of that. you're probably one of those living examples. No? Yeah. Right? Well, it's funny because you hear about this. You hear, you hear about post-traumatic stress, and a lot of people, when you hear that, you think, okay, well, that's something that the, you know, the, a lot of the ex-military, they, they deal with that. And that's true. But you, yes. you don't have to be in the military to experience that. Once you experience no. something traumatic in a, in your personal yes. life, in your work life, if you don't yes. deal with it, it's going to impact you pro- possibly for the rest of your life. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up because, again, we specialize in trauma. And so I want to spend a couple of minutes just clarifying what trauma sure. is because that's kind of a big, scary word sometimes, okay. I think, for people. So in our world, there's, there's a thing um, called little traumas and big traumas. Big traumas are the things that I think most people think of when they think of trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody going through war, sexual abuse, um, child abuse, some kind of, you know, physical abuse or assault, right? Mm. Those are considered uh, big traumas. And one of those can really do long-term damage if you don't get help. That's why we're so passionate about early intervention and education. So people mm. start to know what the signs are and get help. So because you don't have to suffer for that long, really, and you don't have to do it alone. And in fact, you can't do it alone. And then the other uh, thing that I wanted to talk about is little traumas. So little traumas are usually those things that people can easily overlook, even therapists can easily overlook it. Mm -hmm. But the thing about them is it's how the person experienced it. That's what can make it traumatic. So for example, infidelity, right? Divorce, like for your boys, for example, Mm. Um, 
Uh, for military kids or families, abrupt or extended relocation, having to start over and over and over again, you know, financial worries, right? Um, being, uh, having, um, you know, a lot of unpaid debt, legal trouble, you know, being arrested, like all those things are little traumas. And the cumulative effects of all those little traumas can be so that it's almost as if you were, you know, your body is experiencing it as if you were at war, right? Mm. Your body can't discern or determine whether or not you actually were at a war zone or you think you're at a war zone. So the effect's the same. Yes. So obviously these hard to, uh, the, the, these, these harder issues, you know, you, you need to deal with them. It's obvi- obvious that if it's not dealt with, something's going to happen. What about these little traumas? I'm curious. Uh, yes. Or does it depend on what they are? If you leave them unchecked, can you go for a longer period of time than the, than the tougher issues before maybe it has an impact on your life? Or are, are you going to be okay? Yeah, great question. So it all depends on the risk factors, right? And what I mean by that is a single, you know, small T or trauma per se will not necessarily have these long-term damaging effects Mm -hmm. if the person has great coping skills, right, wasn't abused as a child, for example, has a great support system. They have all these things that can protect them you know, Mm. from it worsening, from the impact worsening. So, for example, if I may use your boys, even though they may have um, experienced like pain and loss because of the separation, Mm -hmm. right? The fact that you were there and you um, took them to therapy and all the other positive protective things that they experienced after that event Mm -hmm. will usually can circumvent Right. The impact of that loss and the impact of divorce on them. Yeah, I think that's why they've actually done so well. And I'm very proud of them. They're 21 and they, you know, they have their head on their shoulders and they have a sense of direction. And you wouldn't know just by meeting them that they've experienced something like that. And I think it's the positive environment. And again, the fact that they're able to talk to somebody for years about what they went through. So kudos to you, Dad, because you did a really great step in, you know, recognizing that they're hurting Mm. and then taking that step, especially, you know, at the time when mental health was still largely even more stigmatized than it is today. Um, Good for you for making that choice. Do you see, do you you see a lot of people in similar situations? I'm curious that have just kind of brushed it off like, oh, they'll get through it. And then, you know, several years down the line, they're not getting through it. Absolutely. Unfortunately, that is the bulk of our clients Mm. because, you know, change is a process, right? And everybody's timeline differs, right? Meaning people have to feel sufficiently bad enough usually before they start to realize like, oh, I probably need to talk to somebody unless that was normalized to them earlier on in the stage. So the thing you did for your boys, you gave them a gift, really a long lasting, beautiful gift of therapy and support because the next time they run into something as in, you know, in their later adult years or even now, they know that they can go to therapy and it was a positive experience. So it's not going to be this thing, hopefully, where they're going to wait, right? Years and years and years before they get help. And right. So what happens is I have, you know, we have clients who are young and are very kind of uh, growth oriented. I think that has a lot to do with all the, you know, education around mental health and all the 
positive publicity that we're finally starting to get. But then I also have, you know, elders and seniors and middle-aged people where we're dealing with things that happened to them when they were three or four or 10. Mm. And they had no idea that it was that stuff, that the past was still present, right? That that stuff is the stuff that's still getting in their way because it's like, how could that be? How could that possibly be? That was so long ago. I don't think about that consciously anymore. How could that still be? And through the process of therapy, they start to discover you know, and all these things start to unfold for them of how really these things are still connected because a wound doesn't heal until it's healed. That's right. You're not going to get a scar until the wound is healed. I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I'm, you know, I'm, I do know a little bit about the subconscious and whether you think you're thinking about it or not, if you're not dealing with an issue somewhere in your noodle, in the back of your mind, it's cooking a little bit and you are being reminded of that on a daily basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes they're disguised in, 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 you know, kind of things that may be hard for you to put your finger on, you know, like, for example, irritability, right? Or people saying boredom. I'm just bored all the time. There's so much underneath that boredom. Oh, sure. You know? Sometimes it's like disconnection or they're dissociating. I mean, I don't want to get too, um, you know, heavy on the clinical jargon, but the message is, if you feel stuck and you, you know, you see a pattern that's happening over and over in your life, take a chance and give yourself the gift of therapy and support because most likely there's something there that's keeping you stuck. A belief system, a little trauma, maybe a big trauma, all of the above, or a biological thing. Sure, it's why you keep because going back some, to the same thing over and over again. Right. But, but sometimes, too, there are real kind of biologically based you know, mental health conditions. Like it's not necessarily because of their environment, mm. but because, you know, they, they, they are more wired to um, be depressed or anxious because of uh, their biological makeup. So that, that is in fact, you know, true and exists. So a skilled therapist, right, can help you evaluate that, discern that, and help you reach your goals and come up with real practical permanent solutions to those problems. Well, I'll tell you what's amazing is uh, I love everything Cecile is saying. And uh, if you are out there and you're going to get help and you realize, hey, I need to talk to somebody, don't just see one person. And I'll tell you this from personal experience, because mm-hmm. when I was taking my boys out there to to counseling, yes. I didn't just, mm-hmm. you know, give whatever the, the hospital gave me. They would talk yes. with the therapist. I didn't think it was a good fit. And we would go to the next counselor. And it probably took about two or three before we got to this amazing lady that they just connected with for probably about 10 years. It was quite amazing. Oh, that's awesome. You're just so intuitive, you know, that you already knew to do that because that is exactly therapy is predominantly about the relationship. You have to feel comfortable and safe and connected to that person. Oh, you do. So if, if that doesn't, if that's not happening for you, you know, don't be afraid to to end that relationship until you find somebody, seek somebody where you feel that connection with, because that's that's going to be really crucial to your uh, recovery journey. Oh, sure. Because I think if you if you don't feel safe with an individual like my kids did the first couple of times, mm-hmm. you're not going to open up to that person. And then you're not doing anybody any service of any kind. You're just wasting your money and your time. Exactly. And right? it is expensive. It can be. It can be. So, 
It can be. So at Transcend Therapy, we accept some insurance. I'll just say that we offer reasonable rates when you compare it with other providers in the county. And Good. I'm not just saying that. And um, sometimes we offer sliding scale on a, on a case-to-case basis. Well, you, you know what, and I and that just got, that kind of came off wrong. But I but I will say this: if you are struggling, no matter what your issue is, and mm-hmm. I don't and I don't know it, there is nothing more valuable to spend your money yes. on than taking care of your mental health. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh my gosh, we're so alike in the way we think about this. It's so it's so awesome and refreshing. Absolutely, you know, think about the money you spend on, say, a hairdresser or a massage. Or just going out to eat, right? Or um, a, a, a fitness trainer or mm-hmm. a gym membership. There's when you compare that to like the cost of therapy, you know, and the the, the return you get on your investment. It's not you can't compare it. Really, you cannot. Oh no! And people's lives change forever. In that, and there's no price for your quality of life. Oh, I'll right? say. And your mental. I love the things that you brought up. You bring you know, You brought up going to to. Uh, to a hairdresser or somebody expensive. I know somebody that does men's hair. They open up a small business and I spend probably more than I should. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right. In a way, I'm a girl like that. It, it's, it's amazing. But anyway, uh, but and I get massages and, you know, and that stuff is stuff that you need to upkeep. Well, there it's the yes. same with your mental health. If you, oh, yes. you go see a therapist and you're doing good and you're tackling the issues, that's great. But yes. until you have, you know, healed over that wound, you need to keep going back. Yes, and you're dealing with the root cause. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're passionate about at, at Transcend Therapy. We're all, you know, the same way. It's like, let's get to the root of this problem so you can really be free of it. You can't you gloss know? over it, can you? No, you can't. And people have tried that. And that's essentially, you know, when they realize, like, oh, all these things I'm doing, it doesn't matter how many massages I get, I'm still, you know, in the same pattern, right? Yeah. What I find is that when people start to deal with these things, their mental health challenges, they, there's less need to to do the same things that they used to do to feel better. Mm. You, you're just different. You're a different person. It's a different consciousness, you know. And so you actually end up, some, some people end up saving money and energy because they're not having to do all these dysfunctional things, right, to cope, like spending, spending money, shopping, drinking, you know, focusing on all the things that they think were going to make them feel better. Oh, and you you just hit the nail right on the head. I mean, a lot of us, no matter what it is, whether it is drinking or shopping, okay, I like to shop too. Gosh, a a lot of my feminine traits are coming out right now. But we all cope with some of these. We all have issues. We do. That's my motto. Get mental, we all have issues. Uh, It's about what you do with it. Exactly. No matter what you are going through, we all have kind of like a trigger, like, okay, this is going to make me feel better, or that's going to make me feel better. Which We all want the easy fix. We want the easy fix, and that doesn't really fix the problem. And all you're going to do is you're going to be spending money anyway, so why not spend your money and actually do what it's going to take to fix the problem permanently? Right, right. If your car is broken, do you want a Band-Aid um, solution, or do you want your mechanic to tell you, listen, That's right. this is it. If we, if we do this, then you're most likely not going to have to fix this, fix this, or fix that, right? There's a mm. domino effect. Oh, I, I love that's a great analogy, you know, because once you have one thing out of place and then the next thing falls out of place and before you know it, your life is in shambles because you'd never took care of the root problem to begin with. Yes, 
there is a thing called emotional intelligence. You've probably heard of that. Give me a 60-second version. It's when people are emotionally mature, clear, aligned, you know, able to identify their feelings and use their feelings to, you know, effectively negotiate their needs in the world. Okay. And so a lot of times, why this is important, why I bring it up, is people can have all the success in the world, materially speaking, professionally speaking, right? But if you don't have your emotional intelligence or emotional health, mental health intact, you could easily sabotage all of these things you work for, right? Like you've seen that. Amen. You've seen people literally, like a Michael Jackson comes to mind, for example. Oh, that's a great he example. Had, he had all the power, the celebrity, the money, the, the attention, the adoration of the entire world. But he was severely abused, severely oh, yeah. abused. And I don't know anything about the kind of help he got or didn't get. But, you know, I would say that whether he did or not, it wasn't you enough. can tell that he was still dealing with those demons, that's right. those traumas. So that's the impact. That's the power of these unresolved traumas. Is It can continue to haunt you regardless of how successful you may be on the outside. And I think that's a great point to end on, Cecile, because... If people are not taking care of their emotional health, they're all the success mm-hmm. in the world isn't going to matter to a, a, a now. It's, now I, I'm showing my age, a hill of beans. I never thought I would use that on the radio, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, I would much rather not have a lot, you know, be be doing doing my thing and be emotionally sound 100 percent. That to me is worth yeah. so much more. Oh my gosh! You can't put a price on that. You can't. It's it's priceless. If you want it to, really is. if you want to find out more about maybe you need some help, you know somebody else that needs some help. Uh, maybe this whole conversation is just fascinating to you, and you want to bring into light more the mental aspect of what we deal with as humans on a day-to-day basis. Because I think it's shoved to the side, and we got to get mm-hmm. things like this into the light. First of all, mm-hmm. I recommend you listen to Get Mental Radio, which is on The Answer San Diego at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. on Saturdays. Cecile's your host, Cecile Ahrens. And if you don't yeah. know a little bit about her, maybe you just joined the conversation. It's unfortunate, but we will be podcasting this as well. She's a licensed psychotherapist with over 20 years of experience. That's just as long as I've been in radio, by the way. So I know you know your stuff. <laughs> and she's been in the field in the U.S. and Australia and yep. also has Transcend Therapy, which specializes in trauma, depression, anxiety, and addictions, workplace issues as well. And she believes in the healing power of relationships, especially, and this is big, the one that you have with yourself. So if you want to improve the one with yourself, listen to Get Mental Radio. Also, Cecile, if they want to take it beyond the radio and they want to contact you, maybe they have need of your services, how do they best get a hold of you? Yes. So the best way to get a hold of me is going on our website, which is transcendtherapyca.com. Transcendtherapyca.com, because you will find information there as far as like our phone number, right? And our location. You can email us as well. You can text us. And the phone number, if if you want to write this down, it's not the easiest number to remember. It's 619-823-1382. 619-823-1382, transcendtherapyca.com. Well, you know, my show is about community, but I have to tell you, when it all gets down to it, this is very community-based, so thanks for 
coming on the show for a half hour and sharing some time with me. I appreciate it, Cecile. Thank you so much for having me. Well, yes. we'll, we'll do it again my, soon. My, my pleasure. Yes. Hopefully you'll come on the show soon and uh, we'll do this again. We will. Noah Dingley here. Get Mental Radio. Check it out with Cecile Ahrens, your host Saturdays at 6 a.m. on The Answer San Diego. And if you're listening on K-Praise, that's 1170 a.m. and FM 96.1 in North County.